Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dr. Fauci is outed by his own emails. The truth about masks. The truth about the origins of COVID. And who was funding the Wuhan Virology Lab. The Biden administration says they would never fire Dr. Fauci. Would you? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It's time now for One More Thing. Uh, one More Thing, sir. With Sandy Shack. But we've got One More Thing. She's always got that extra something. Wow. Beauty, brains, and a complete psycho. My dream girl. On AM680, WRKO. 617-266-6868 is the number here. The text number is 70470. Scoundrel or savior? How would you describe Dr. Fauci? We were speaking with Greg from Weymouth before the break. Who, Greg, you say scoundrel. Well, absolutely. And the Democrat Party, what they do is they just turn around, they they, they spit him out, and, and uh, Fauci is the last one they're going to spit out. It's just a matter of time. And he was, he was their God, their, their, you know, whatever, everything that they thought. And all of a sudden now he's persona non grata. And you can go back through everybody from when they went after Kavanaugh with all of those false witnesses. They Mm -hmm. had Michael Avenatti. They had a false witness. They had Stormy Daniels. They just keep coming and coming and coming. And, and and my my idea, which is a little bit far-fetched, is the Ceausescu's in Romania. About 10, 12, 15 years ago, when they brought them out in the square, and Ceausescu's wife was saying, tell them who we are. And the premier of Romania, Ceausescu, said, they know who we are. And after that, they were shot in the middle of the square in the, in the front of the thing. I know it's a little far-fetched. But maybe that might be the thing that has to be done. And, and the next thing, Fauci, he's gone. It's all well, gone. We'll go I need to say, it. I need to stop you for a moment and say, you know, I don't advocate uh, anybody being shot or any kind of violence ever. Um, we don't Neither ever. Do I. So we don't we don't do that. So when you say maybe something should be done, that is advocating that, Greg. So we don't go there. Yeah, we I, don't say no, that. I understand. Yeah, I understand. But but there's so much stuff going on. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they just keep they keep they just keep giving us all of this pablum and everybody sits there and goes, oh, yeah, that's OK. Yeah, I understand. You want to wear a mask? No, you don't. All of a sudden, you know, May 29th, it's OK not to wear a mask. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Well, what was driving me crazy, you know? Greg, was, you know, the the email from last February where he's telling the Obama's former HHS secretary, uh, Sylvia Burwell, that uh, don't bother with the mask because the virus is so small, it's going to go through a material like like nobody's business. And then when he's called on this just a couple weeks ago, or actually just this past week over at CNN said, excuse me, this is what your email said, but you're telling everybody to wear masks maybe until 2022, until 75% of the population is vaccinated. 
what the hell? And his response was, well, data changes. But to me, that that's yeah. just a nonsensical response because what changed about the size of the virus? Did it did it suddenly right. puff up like oh, it was yeah. sucking helium? I mean, what happened? Right. All of a sudden he goes, data changes. Then he goes, how come, you, you mean I, I, I have to be able to answer to all those 10,000 emails? And it's like, well, oh, yeah. you answered them. Yeah. You answered them as if you were the Pope. Well, and not only that, saying, Greg, not only that did he answer them, but he actually reviewed all the emails before they were released. And he's the I mean, it was at his direction that things were redacted. So you can't tell right. me he didn't know what was in there. But thank you for the call, right. Greg. The thing, I want to say th- I'm sorry. I got to hold you. That. I got to get to some of the other people that are online. But thank you so much for taking the time and trouble. Um, so we were we basically been talking about the one email regarding masks that infuriates me because, you know, from that you have, you know, the Karens of this world attacking people and thinking it's OK to cause public confrontations over people wearing masks because Dr. Fauci said you should wear masks. But there were other interesting emails in the group that was sent to The Washington Post that they got. And I just wanted to call your attention um, to to a couple of others, in particular one. It's an email that um, Dr. Fauci received in February of 2020. Um, and this one was attained by BuzzFeed, actually. And it says that the COVID-19 virus showed signs of, and this is the quote, potentially being engineered. Now, this was sent by Christian Anderson. She's a professor of... Um, a professor of immunology and microbiology at the Scripps Research. And she emailed Fauci saying, the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome. So one has to look really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features look engineered. So she was calling this to Dr. Fauci's attention in February at the very beginning of this pandemic in February. And, you know, so that, and that's kind of suspicious because very soon after this email, um, Dr. Fauci um, along issued, authored a piece insisting that the virus was natural. And so did Miss Anderson. They both, after this email, they both got together and issued a signed, they did them separately, but they got together. It looks like they compared notes and they both issued a piece that said, no, no, this was a scientific, this was a, a, um, a naturally evolving email. Um, and, but so that, I mean, email, a, a virus, naturally evolving virus, sorry. Um, but so, He's warned about this looking engineered. Then this Scripps researcher who is, you know, NIH funds Scripps, by the way, just so that, you know, all of a sudden that changes after she's contacted Fauci. And then Dr. Fauci is coming out publicly saying, oh, no, this is a naturally occurring virus. And I want to play for you a cut from April 17th, 2020. So this is two months later after the email regarding that this could be a, it looked like an engineered virus. And this is Dr. Fauci at a press conference at the White House on April 17th, cut 7A. A group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve. And the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is 
totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. Mm. Well, one of those scientists that he's talking about is the one that said to him, excuse me, this looks engineered. So how does that turn into totally agree that this is this is a naturally occurring virus? Does this sound like a cover up to you? Just a question. Shelly from New Hampshire, what do you think? Is this a cover-up? Hi, Sandy. Thank you for this wonderfully intelligent program you host. In answer to your question about Fauci being a scoundrel or a savior, I think he's increasingly scoundrelous as the hours pass. Mm. But I have, a, I have a question for you. You're a lawyer, and I'd like to ask whether or not this country, America, if it can be proven that it indeed funded and facilitate, facilitate research into gain-of-function ability, could we be sued by other nations in the world for all the damages that we have helped to produce? Thank you. Oh, um, you know, Shelley, I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I, it would be, certainly it would be something that would end up in The Hague. Um, it wouldn't be in this country. It would be in the International Court in The Hague. And I don't know, you'd have to classify it I don't know what the grounds would be. I'm not that versed on um, on that level of international law. I don't think anybody is. I think it would be a unique situation. Um, and I think it would have to be probably under something like a war crimes bill in order to bring that. But it's certainly a fascinating question. And I intend to do some research on it to find out uh, because I, I don't know the answer. Thank you for the call. I'm going to hold you there. We're going to take a break. The number is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. is the number here. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Our website is wrko.com slash podcast. You can go there and and, uh, see, I'm sorry, hear past episodes, uh, including this one, the one that we're airing tonight. They go up right after the show. It goes right back to the beginning. So you can hear anything. You can download anything you want and listen to it at your leisure. You can can, uh, listen to it live. It's up to you. Uh, We're talking about Dr. Fauci and whether you think he's a scoundrel or a savior. The emails released under the Freedom of Information Act reveal that he knew that reputable scientists were suspicious that COVID was engineered, not naturally occurring as far back as February, 2020. Yet he did his best to kill that idea. Got right up on a White House press conference and killed it whenever he was asked, no, no, it's naturally occurring. Now, if you remember, uh, President Trump uh, had apparently been briefed on the possibility that this was man-made. And he said so publicly uh, very soon after Uh, Dr. Fauci's comments about it being naturally occurring. This is what President Trump said. uh, Cut 37. Have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. What gives you a high degree of confidence that this originated from the Wuhan Institute of Virology? I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Well, didn't you can't you know it's classified information but you know what the mainstream media did you know what their reaction was to that statement they called the president a racist for that cut 33 
saying, quote, the Chinese spawned and weaponized the virus. This is crazy racist talk. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, racist conspiracy theories are nothing new for the Trump administration. It is racist, Donald Trump, so stop using it. He wants to avoid accountability for his catastrophic res response to this epidemic. So he's doing everything he can to try to push that responsibility away and blame it on somebody else. So reputable scientists are saying this is a problem. We think that it could be it could be man-made. The president is briefed on it. He tells the public this could be man-made. And the mainstream media jump on him, call him a racist. Does Dr. Fauci step in at any point in time and say it could be man-made? We have to find out. We haven't we haven't investigated. We don't know. We have to investigate. Did he say anything like that? No. He got out there and said repeatedly, you know, oh no, it's naturally occurring bats. This is all about bats. You know, this he killed the discussion on the theory. He didn't have to say that this is, in fact, man-made, but to admit that their question is there and it needs to be um, investigated, it needs to be followed, that's what his job was. Instead, he killed it. He just killed it. And then, you know, mainstream media labeling anyone who brought it up as a racist. And it wasn't just President Trump, the Secretary of State. Mike Pompeo was called a racist for bringing it up. U.S. senators like Ron Johnson, who mentioned this, were called racists by the mainstream media. And did Dr. Fauci defend any of them? No, he didn't. I don't know if the virus was man-made. None of us know for sure. I think there's people probably in the government who know for sure. But none of us know for sure what I do know is that it is a reasonable question. And Dr. Fauci stifled it. And what was Dr. Fauci's response to this observation um, that, you know, it's possible that, you know, we, we need to find out, we need to investigate, you hid this, what's going on? You know, don't we need to hold China accountable? Do you know what his response to all of this was? Well, don't be mean to China because then they won't help us. Cut two, please. Obviously, you want openness and cooperation. One of the ways you can get it is don't be accusatory. Try to get both a forensic, a scientific, and an investigational approach. I think the accusatory part about it is only going to get them to pull back even more. We've got to do it in a combination of diplomacy, scientific, forensic investigation, and do it in a way that the people of good faith, not who want to do blame, but people in good faith are really trying to find out what the origin is. Does he still sound to you like he's trying to kill the discussion, like he's trying to protect China? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Jim from Andover, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Jim? Hey, uh, hey, Sandy, how are you? I'm Sandy, uh, you know what? That, the thought about, uh, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Go right ahead with your point. Go ahead. The point, uh, somewhat a couple of calls ago mentioned the uh, virus being engineered. You know, I, I felt that all along. I questioned it, if this could have been man-made. Uh and there's a lot to this. I, I think I don't think Fauci is a devil, and I see he's far from a savior. He's he's just a typical Washington swamp creature. He just you know in a bureaucracy, you know you make you, you make yourself look good by making your boss look bad look good, so that person can make their boss look good right up the chain. But and his I, I boss was his did. boss was President Trump, and he didn't make him look good. Well. 
<laughs> no, if you look at it that way, no, he wanted to make his boss look very bad. And I think that's part of this, too, because there were forces and there were people within our, our own government that would have. That I Unfortunately, I think they did a dance with the devil, anything to bring down Trump. Now, will that ever be proven? I doubt it. I, I doubt if that's going to be any more proven that, than what we know about the Kennedy assassination. And that was 60 years ago when we know nothing more than we did 55 years ago on that. And for the rest of our lives, this is going to be swept, Sandy. It's going to be broom. I'm angry as heck. I lost a very close family member back in January, mm. as well as a close family friend. Uh, I'm so sorry. And it, it was, it, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and it makes me very angry that when I think that, you know, we, we're doing business with a communist nation. You know, we're doing business with a communist nation that does not share many of our fundamental values. Are there good people in China? Yes, many of them. I've worked with some excellent people that emigrated here, wonderful people, but their government is, is communist. I mean, we, they don't have a, a government uh, founded on Judeo-Christian values like ours. So how can we trust them? And why should we be surprised when they do, if they did do something diabolical? Why? So we can go to Walmart? So I, I, can, I can spend $14 for a shirt that I paid 30, 30 years ago? You know, for the same, you know what I mean? Is that what it's all about? Cheap goods? We're going to sacrifice our lives too. I don't think it's about I cheap mean, it's goods. Just, I think it's about I think it's about personal power and it's about uh, personal wealth. I think um, with some people, and I I understand uh, your premise in regard to Dr. Fauci saying you know he's a swamp creature, but the, the, I don't think it's yes. that easy. I, I don't disagree that he's a you know he's not a pleasant person um, and he needs to be held accountable. But swamp creatures, Jim, usually try to fly under the radar. They're just concerned with feathering their own nest and staying out of the public eye. Uh, they don't try to make national policy right. that flies in the face of scientific data and opinion. Um, so I don't, I think, okay, swamp, I, so Jim, let me finish. So I think um, okay, swamp sure. creature is too nice a term for him, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, I was, I was trying to be nice. I, you, were. you know, yeah. I, I hate blaspheming people. Uh, on 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 public airwaves. I, well, you know blaspheme. What I mean? me, uh, the term blaspheme means that he should be held in high esteem, um, and I don't think oh, he no. should be held in high esteem. I think he. Neither do I. I think first of all that he's a press hound. I think he loves the limelight, and I think. I don't know. I don't know why he did what he did other than I suspect. And this is just my suspicion. I have nothing really to back this up, although I do have some information to back it up. But um, I think that uh, he was all for gain of function research, helped NIH pay for it. I don't know whether it was started with him or whether he was the conduit through which somebody else who also believed in gain of function paid for it and then had to find it once we discovered what was going on. Thank you, Rand Paul. And and so I think that's I think it was uh, he's trying to a little self-preservation was involved in there um, as well as loving the limelight. So I think there's a lot that he needs to be held accountable for. But, Jim, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. I want to get to some other other people that are on the line. We're going to take a break because I'm up against it. 617-266-6868. Do you think that Dr. Fauci is a savior? Am I being too hard on him? Or is he a scoundrel that needs to be held into account? And would you fire him if it were your choice? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. <music> 
617-266-6868 is the number, 617-266-6868. Text number is 70470. Dr. Fauci, would you fire him? This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. We are finding out more and more from his recently released emails uh, from the good doctor about his quashing the engineered Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Origin theory regarding COVID. And besides the February 2020 email from Scripps Research saying that it looked engineered, um, there, were, there were other emails as well. One including from Dr. Fauci's boss, Dr. Francis Collins. Cut number six, please, David. There was an email on April 16th, an email exchange between you and NIH Director Francis Collins. The email sent to you said conspiracy theory gains momentum. And this, again, was the idea of the lab leak. Those emails, though, as you can see on the screen or I can see on the screen, was all redacted between you and Francis Collins. Yeah. Do you happen to remember? It, it, you know, do you remember? John, what was the email? <laughs> John, they only took about 10,000 emails from me. Of course, I remember. I remember all 10,000 of them. Give me a break. <laughs> so, but, but to be clear, you're saying you don't remember. You can't tell us what, what was in no, the body of that. I, I, I don't remember what's in that redacted. It's so funny. He's just chuckling away. That was CNN's John Berman, by the way, asking the question. He redacted them. Dr. Fauci viewed each email before. When he's the one that took, took it out. And now he says he can't remember. He can't remember what was in there. He, he then went on. Um, this past this this interview was this past week, by the way, um, to say that he's still calling the theory that it's engineered not likely. Cut seven. The idea I think is quite far fetched that the Chinese deliberately engineered something so that they could kill themselves as well as other people. Uh, I I think that's a bit far out. Mm, it's far out. It's 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 not a reasonable theory. Oh, the Scripps researchers thought it was. Dr. Collins was concerned enough to send it. President Trump's um, Secretary of State Pompeo said they saw they saw intel that told them that it looked like it was an engineered uh, an engineered virus. But wait, there's more on this. The leader of a nonprofit group with close ties to the Wuhan Institute of Virology personally thanked. Dr. Fauci in April of 2020 for publicly rejecting the notion that the lab could be connected to the release of COVID-19. This is EcoHealth Alliance President Dr. Peter Daszak, and he sent an email on April 18th to doc- 2020 to Dr. Fauci, uh, basically saying, and, and this, a large portion of this email that we've seen on this date was redacted by Dr. Fauci, indicating, according to uh, the rules for for redaction, that the text could reasonably be expected to interfere with law enforcement proceedings. Uh, On whose behalf, I don't know. But in it, from what we can tell, 
Daszak personally thanks Fauci for the bravery he exhibited during that White House press briefing the day before uh, when he said that the coronavirus exhibits features that are totally consistent with animal to human origin and that don't point to lab manipulation. We played that for you uh, before. Um, and you know what this is actually what it says in the email i just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for covid and then fauci responds the following day thanking him for his message of encouragement that part um is is not uh redacted um, to me, this is this is just ridiculous, um, to be honest with you. And then, I mean, seriously, he thanked Dasik the next day for his comments. He responded to this email on CNN. John Berman also brought this e- email up during his interview this past week um, as well. Let's hear it. Cut eight, please. There was an email sent to you from an executive at EcoHealth Alliance, and this is one of the companies that funded some of the research at the Wuhan lab. And this email thanked you uh, for basically saying you believed that the origins of the coronavirus were natural. This email said, quote, I want, wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from bat to human spillover, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That email was April 18th. Now, there are some of your critics who say this shows you have too cozy of a relationship with the people behind the Wuhan lab research. What do you say to that? Oh, that's nonsense. I don't even see how they get that from that email. That email was sent to me from them. I have always said, and will say today to you, John, that I still believe the most likely uh, origin is from an animal species to a human. Wow. Nonsense. It's nonsense, he says. Do you think it's nonsense? Would it affect your opinion if I told you that EcoHealth Alliance, under um, DASIC's leadership, funnels $600,000 in taxpayer money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology prior to the pandemic to conduct uh, basically experiments on on, uh, coronaviruses? And experts say that the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, NIAD, which is what Fauci is the head of, um, that NIAD uh, grant with EcoHealth uh, basically describes in it what they're giving the money for, describes gain-of-function research. Now, NIAD has declined, declined to flag that grant for independent review by the Department of Health and Human Services Oversight Board. So they didn't want the Department of Health and Human Services to go into it. And, you know, so that's very suspicious to me. And by the way, DASIC um, orchestrated a statement published in the Lancet Medical Journal in February uh, prior to any serious research on the origins of COVID-19, condemning conspiracy theor- theories that suggest that the virus uh, could have been engineered. And he later admitted through a spokesman that he organized the statement to protect Chinese scientists from online criticism. He didn't want them to, uh, to get bashed on the web. So he skewed it, is what he said. 
And he was also the only U.S. citizen allowed to participate in the WHO, the World Health Organization's investigation into the origins of COVID in China in January and February. And the WHO did not even ask to see deleted Wuhan Institute of Virology databases containing information on over 16,000 virus samples that it had studied before the pandemic because Daszak personally vouched for the lab. Is this looking deeper and deeper to you? Daszak then said U.S. intelligence on the Wuhan lab shouldn't be trusted after he and his WHO colleagues concluded it was highly unlikely COVID-19 was leaked from the lab. So he, he said, don't, don't pay any attention to U.S. intelligence that tells you that it was because I'm a scientist and my fellow scientists have already looked into this and it's perfectly fine. Is this looking like a cover-up to you? Mark from Vilrica, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. How about you? I am fine. So what do you think? Is this a cover-up? Should Fauci be fired? <laughs> it is a cover-up. And if he does get fired, what's his fireable offenses? And if you actually find out what those are, there are crimes against mankind. So he should get more than firing. But um, this goes back even to the HIV days. There's a woman out there named Judy Mitzwitz or something like that. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I've I'm, spoken with her. Yeah. Right. So she said that this Corona COVID-19 thing is 60 to 70 percent of SARS-1. She said that's no way in heck that's evolutionary Yeah. because it takes 600 years to change. And she said this was man-made man manipulated and that was back in uh, when it was in north carolina and when it was at fort bennett and then it went over to wuhan so you know she has a nice interview of 25 minutes that got taken off of youtube almost immediately uh back in yeah gosh, i remember March. yeah i remember yeah. that yeah so you know one way to look at this is she was a whistleblower and the government, through the health department, through his department, um, suppressed her and called her a criminal and uh, so on and so on. So as far as I'm concerned, all these people that are vouching for Fauci have been paid off by Fauci um, by being given patents because of the, you know, that one um, law that was in place that made it so that um, academia doesn't get the patents mm -hmm. from, you know, public research work. Mm -hmm. um, so all that stuff is, it's all going to come out. And a lot of people won't understand what it means, but people like Rand Paul do. So yeah. hopefully those guys will hold on to this like a dog to a bone. So <laughs> far, so far, so good, Alan. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Mark, I'm sorry. Mark. Yes. Yes. I apologize. Yeah. So, so far he's, he's been right out front. So um, right. my fingers and are crossed too. He probably should pull Judy into the, um, I'm sure. Witness. I think he's already talked to her. I think you got to be careful calling her as a witness, but I think she's invaluable yeah. to give you uh, information behind the information uh, because yeah. uh, she's been, she's been kind of uh, run through the mud. She has. 
Yes, she has and indeed. she's the one that solved HIV. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing, isn't it? That uh, yes. how they when they decide to make you an enemy of the enemy of the machine, what they can do. Thank you right. for the call, Mark. I appreciate it. Alan from Lawrence. So, what do you think? Do you think that the uh, that the virus was created in the Wuhan lab? Do you think there's a cover up? And do you think Dr. Fauci knew or should have known what was going on? Alan. Okay. Yes, I'm here, Sandy. Okay. Hi. Um, hi. Um, your voice sounds very familiar. Were, weren't you Howie's first sidekick? Yes. His first best. Yes. That's right. Howie's first best sidekick. Oh, thank you. That's yes, right. indeed. You, you were the best then when you when you filled in for Howie. Oh, thank you. I appreciate and that. And now, very much. then you got married. Then you got married. Yep. And uh, ho- hopefully that all went well. And so far, so good. We, uh, yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so uh, I'm without a mask or without a vaccine as well. But mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. My point is that all of that leading that you did, I hope, was set up because that, um, that bunch of um, audio that you played about Fauci is exactly what I have um been thinking about for a long time and nobody seems to want to give the um give the opinion let's call it that Fauci's demeanor and his ability to switch has been learned for so many years for one but for two it's because I think and I I hope I don't know if you can tell me if anybody else has ever brought up the, the the exact point that his company, NIAD, and everybody else in the world that makes pharmaceuticals had the opportunity, if he set up this dangerous virus, to make a lot of money making vaccines. Um, NIAD is not a company, uh, Alan. NIAD is a division of the uh, National Institute of Health. It's a, It's part of the All federal right. government, yeah. All right, but in general, right? How much money do you think the United States government taxpayers' money has been paid for all of these vaccines, even though it didn't come out of our pockets? I don't think we've been paid anything. I think it's. Uh, I think the people who are being paid are Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson. Right, but they're being paid with taxpayer money. Yes, they are, uh, to the tune of about twelve hundred bucks right. a shot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so. It just blows my mind that nobody will put the, the nail, hit the nail on the head, and say, "Dr. Fauci is a is a um, uh, what's the word for again? Uh, uh, a capitalist pig, <laughs> and he should be going to jail." That's a that's a good going, way of describing it, Alan. I must say, yes, I agree with he that. He should be he should be in jail. Okay, if he's not in jail. Yeah, you know. So you going? So Alan, you're going beyond firing. You're going right to jail, which I, I, you're not the first oh person God, I've heard. You are not the first person I've heard. So many people. I, I get it. I get. I got to hold you there, Alan, because I'm up against a break. But thank you for the call. But yeah, um, you are not the first person I've heard. Actually, even today, that has said that it's uh, not just being fired, but we're looking at possibly criminal charges. Uh, we're going to take a break. The number is six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. 
Just since you mentioned Dr. Fauci again, can you imagine any circumstance where President Biden would ever fire him? No. No. That was Jen Psaki. That was Peter Ducey from Fox asking the question, will the Biden administration fire uh, Mr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci? The answer, no. One word, monosyllabic response, no. Would you? Ax him. 617-266-6868 is the number here. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. Carol from Boston, would you fire Dr. Fauci? Yes. Hello, Sandy. How are you? I am fine, thank you, Carol. So do you, do you view him as a scoundrel? Oh, Carol, yes. you need to turn your radio off. Oh, that's right. Good. Thank you. I don't know why it's not going off. Okay. Okay, we it, it's a problem if you can hear it in the background. Okay, go ahead. I'd like to compliment you. I love your voice. It is so pleasing. Oh, thank and you. now I'd like to right, I'd like to get into it. I saw him uh, a long time ago by accident. I was at Market Basket. I had just finished and had a cup of tea and they have a bunch of uh, televisions around. And he was um, before the um, U.S. Uh, committee. I don't know which committee it was. And he was talking about, uh, at the very beginning, two million people would die. And when he said that, he'd Clap his hand, and it, when the two million had pointed his arm way up in the air, and he was doing it, you know, like more like a marketing thing than anything than a scientific thing. Mm. And um, one of the representatives, uh, I don't think our folks are that, um, looked at him and said, "What's the basis for that?" Oh, oh, there's no basis. Oh, no, no, no. You don't understand. This, you, you can't look at it that way. He said, there's two million that will die. And he repeated mm. it, and his arm went up in the air, and it shot up in the air. And the guy just looked at him, and he said, What's the data for that remark? And he, you know, just he knew he was a fraud. And yeah. I said to myself, this guy is no more a scientist than a howdy doody is. You know, he was like a barker at a carnival, just looking for money. It just seemed like he, that's he could a never great even... description, Carol. A carnival barker. That is an absolute wonderful description. Yeah, that's beautiful. And mm-hmm. that's it. And every step of the way, because I mean, you're concerned. You want you're concerned about your health and your family's health. And the first thing you want to know is what are the symptoms? You know, how do yeah. how do we know if we had it so we can protect? And, and instead, he was just trying to scare the bleep out of everybody, which is what he did. Carol, I'm sorry, I have to hold you there because we're up against it. I am sorry. Call me back next week, and I'll give you some more time. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. I'm here every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., every single one. David's here, too. You can check us out on wrko.com slash podcast. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing, and I'll see you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.